298. But for these observations to be apparent to a rational person, whether he be evil or good, thus whether he possesses a wintry light or a summery light, since colors are visible alike in each, they must be explained in turn. First, that when the will is caught up in evil, one's own intelligence sees nothing but falsity, and is both unwilling and unable to see anything else. I have had this demonstrated quite often in the spiritual world. When a person becomes a spirit, which happens to everyone after death, for he then puts off his material body and puts on a spiritual one, he is conveyed alternately into the two states of his life, the outer one and the inner one. When he is in the outer state, he both speaks and behaves rationally and wisely, altogether as a rational and wise person in the world. And he can also teach others very many matters relating to a moral and civic life. Moreover, if he had been a preacher, he is able also to teach matters relating to a spiritual life. But when he is conveyed from this outer state into his inner one, and the outer one is made quiescent and the inner one awakened, then, if he is evil, the scene changes. From being rational, he becomes sensual, and from being wise, insane. For his thinking is then governed by the evil of his will and its delight, thus by his own intelligence. And he sees nothing but falsity, and does nothing but evil, believing that maliciousness is wisdom, and that cunning is prudence. And in the light of his own intelligence, he believes himself a deity, and with his whole mind embraces nefarious schemes. I have seen such insanities quite often. I have also seen spirits conveyed into these alternating states two or three times within an hour, and it has been granted them to see their insanities, and, moreover, to acknowledge them. But still, they did not wish to remain in a rational and moral state, but of their own accord returned into their inner, sensual, and insane state, as they preferred this to the other, because in it lay the delight of their life's love. Who can believe that behind his outward visage an evil person is of such a character, and that he undergoes such a metamorphosis when he withdraws within it? From this empirical evidence alone, one can see the nature of a person's own intelligence when his thinking and behavior is governed by evil in his will. The case is otherwise with good people. When they are conveyed from their outer state into the inner one, they become still wiser and still more moral. Second, that if in that case one's own intelligence does see truth, either it turns its back on it or it falsifies it. Everyone has a volitional character and an intellectual character. The volitional character is evil, and the intellectual character is the resulting falsity. The first is meant by the will of the flesh, and the second by the will of man, in John 1, verse 13. The native character of the will is, in its essence, a love of self, and the native character of the intellect is a conceit arising from that love. The two loves are like two married partners, and we call their marriage the marriage of evil and falsity. Every evil spirit is brought into this marriage before he is sent into hell, and when he is there, he does not know then what is good for he calls his evil good, as he experiences it as delightful. Moreover, he also then turns himself away from truth, nor is he willing to see it, 
because he looks upon any falsity that accords with his evil in the way that the eye looks upon beauty and hears it as the ear hears harmony. Third, that divine providence continually causes a person to see truth and gives him, moreover, a disposition to perceive it and accept it. This is the case because divine providence acts from within and flows through the interior component into the outer ones, or from the spiritual component into the components in the natural self, and with the light of heaven illumines the intellect, and with the warmth of heaven animates the will. The light of heaven in its essence is divine wisdom, and the warmth of heaven in its essence is divine love, and from divine wisdom nothing can flow in but truth, and from divine love nothing can flow in but good. It is in consequence of this that the Lord grants in the intellect a disposition to see truth, and also to perceive and accept it. This is what makes a person human, not only in respect to his outward appearance, but also in respect to his inward one. Who does not wish to appear to be a rational and spiritual person? And who does not know that he wishes to appear as such in order that others may believe him to be truly human? Therefore, if he is only rational and spiritual in outward form, and not at the same time in his inward form, is he human? Is he anything other than a kind of actor upon a stage, or a kind of ape with an almost human face? Can he not know from this that only that person is human who inwardly is such as he wishes to be seen by others? He who acknowledges the one point must acknowledge the other. One's own intelligence can produce the human form only in his external constituents. But divine providence can produce that form in his internal constituents and through them in his external ones. And when it has been produced, the person not only appears to be human, but is human. Fourth, that by this means a person is turned away from evil, not of himself, but by the Lord. We say that when divine providence grants a person to see truth, and gives him at the same time an affection for it, a person can be turned away from evil. And the reason is that truth points the way and enjoins it, and when the will puts it into practice, it unites itself with the truth and within itself turns the truth into good. For it becomes then a matter of his love, and that which is a matter of love is good. All reformation is effected by means of truth and not apart from it. For without truth, the will is continually intent on its evil, and if it consults the intellect, it is not instructed, but the evil is justified by falsities. As regards intelligence, it appears to be one's own, and inherently so, both in the case of a good person and in the case of an evil one. And a good person is bound to act in accord with his intelligence, as though it were his own, just as much as an evil person. But someone who trusts in divine providence is turned away from evil, while someone who does not trust in it is not turned away. Moreover, the person who trusts in it is someone who acknowledges evil to be a sin and wishes to be turned away from it, while someone who does not have that acknowledgement and wish does not trust in it. The difference between these two types of intelligence is like the difference between something believed to exist in itself and something believed not to exist in itself, but yet to exist apparently in itself. 
And it is also like the difference between something external without a similar internal of the same character, and something external with a similar internal. Thus, it is like the difference between the words and actions of mimics and comic actors who play the parts of kings, princes, and dukes, and the words and actions of actual kings, princes, and dukes. The latter are what they are, both inwardly and outwardly, while the former are what they are only outwardly, and when the appearance is put off, are called comedians, performers, and entertainers.